You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of ChaseFromTheCouch.com, and this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On Rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk about sports. I had to change the way I was going to talk about this episode. Um, I did take Wednesday off. I, um, I was feeling really tired. You know, I... I'm struggling a bit. And then earlier today, I made the long walk over to the folks at Mighty Auto. Shout out Mighty Auto in Halifax. And retrieved the car and added a hefty chunk of money onto my credit card bill. Which is fine. Um... And then came home and went to work and my work computer broke. Um, the processor fan has decided to stop working. So now I don't have a work computer. Which makes things even more difficult now at home. But at least now I can drive and get away from it. So, you know, it's been that kind of week for me. Just stuff keeps blowing up when I need it to not blow up, and this is where we're at in life. I think the Blue Jays feel the same way I do in regards to that, because it just seems like every time you look, some something else is breaking down. Someone else is going on the IL. And I checked. The Blue Jays are not... The team with the most 10-day IL spots used up. The Rangers actually have more right now. But the the hits just keep on coming for the Blue Jays. It's getting silly. Um, I'm going to have to talk about what they can do about all these injuries. Um, But yeah, it's just very tough to deal with um so we we already know who's who's been on there george springer's out nate pearson's out thomas hatch is out Oscar hernandez has covid tyler chatwood's out and then wednesday julian merriweather got placed on the il and people were not pleased it's an oblique strain, so thankfully not an elbow issue, but still not what you want from the guy who's essentially your closer. But it's okay. That's fine. Jordan Romano's still in the pen. We'll have Jordan Romano close games. It'll be great. Uh, no. Jordan Romano went on the IL earlier Thursday, along with Ross Stripling, but we don't care about Ross Stripling. No. Um, so that's, in addition to Chatwood... And then David Phelps being day-to-day after he took a line drive to the back. That's the entire back end of Toronto's bullpen 
save for Rafael Dolis, now either on the IL or being rested. And what the heck are you supposed to do with this? I mean, we know what happened with Stripling. Anthony K got called up. And we'll be talking about Anthony K at some point very soon because uh, he did not make a very good case for staying up too long. And, you know, did the impossible and made Tanner Roark look good in Thursday's game against Kansas City. But, no, this is, this is about the injury problem. And, you know, it, it seems like I can't go a day without being on Twitter. Like, oops, there's more injuries now. I mean, it, it probably doesn't help that the Bleaches have played a very compact schedule to start the season. I mean, I thought Thursday was an off day. I thought, surely, the Bleaches are going to get a, a bit of rest after having traversed from New York to Texas to Florida and with a trip to Kansas City on the docket. Nope, four-game series in Kansas City. And, <laughs> like, that goes right through. Uh, to Sunday. Their off day finally comes on Monday. They get two off days next week, Monday and Thursday, and maybe that'll help with some of these issues. There are, there are things they can do in that time, which helps. But at the same time, doesn't change the fact that I don't know what the plan is to end games. I mean... Tonight, they actually got close with 7-5. And the, the end game solution was Joel Pamps, who just got called up with the injuries to Jordan Romano and Julian Merriweather. And, you know, Pamps did what he's done so far, which is throw bagels on the board. Been very good at that. I've actually been very impressed with Joel Pamps and what he's shown. The Blue Jays so far makes it feel like it was worth ping-ponging him back and forth with Boston to get him on the roster. Um, but he's he's not the end game solution. Like at at the moment, like if we knock David Phelps off, and we're hoping David Phelps is fine and will be able to pitch in the Royal series. But that bullpen is now Rafael Delisa's closer. And then Tim Meza as setup man, Ryan Barucki as fireman, and, you know, Joel Pamps and Anthony Castro. It's like the short term guys. And then we have multiple long men, which I've heard nothing but out of uh, Buck Martinez. Like, you used to have multiple long men, you had a lefty and a righty. Well, the Blue Jays have a lefty and a righty now, and Tommy Malone and Tanner Roark. But, did, you look at that bullpen and contrast it with the bullpen we thought the Blue Jays were going to have, and it's the point in the evening when you start rummaging through the leftover KFC bucket and try and find some chicken bones that you can, you know, cast magic with in order to ward off the evil demons that are just attacking 
this Blue Jays pitching staff. Like, I I don't know. I'm I'm trying to piece together a game plan, but it's difficult to do with this team. Um, what's not difficult to do is to go on locker room as long as you have your iOS device in front of you. You can go to Locker Room, the first social audio platform made for sports fans. It's a free-to-download app, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite sport. You can start and join conversations about uh, any league. If you want MLB, you go to MLB. If you want NBA, go to NBA. You want NHL, go to NHL. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and, of course, reacting to Vladimir Guerrero moonshots, because my god. So go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. You can create a profile, link your Twitter, and join your preferred group for the latest league updates. Bunch of incredible rooms on, on there in regards to your favorite teams and leagues. And I'll let you know when Lockdown Blue Jays is on there. So download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. This episode is also brought to you by rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Everything from engine control modules and brake parts to motor oil and carpet and water pumps with the pulleys in them because i will never not forget that that is a thing because when you pay eight hundred dollars for something it kind of ingrains itself in your head the rockauto.com catalog is unique it's easy to navigate you see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands specifications and prices you prefer and you know you're getting a reliably low price for it no matter who you are so why spend twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com today. See all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know you came from us? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. This solutions-oriented segment of the program is brought to you by Locked On Today. Host Peter Bukowski gets you all the sports news you need in every major sport in under 20 minutes with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Okay, so what do we do? Um, I haven't even gotten Gavin Biggio yet. Because we're going to have to talk about Kevin Biggio too. But we'll, we'll talk about Kevin Biggio in a sec. We'll, we'll, we'll save him for the end. Um, what did the Blue Jays do about their pitching? Well, luckily, things are kind of settled for the moment. We don't need another Anthony K start. We don't need another TJ Zoic start. We don't need to patch together some innings. Hopefully. That's the key word, but the Blue Jays are currently set up for the rest of the Royal Series. Because they have Steven Matz going on Friday, Robbie Ray going on Saturday, and then Hyunjin Ryu in the finale against Danny Duffy, who is a garbage person with a DUI on his resume. So, 
Is it going to be possible for this injury-ravaged team to pull a split from the Royals? Is not a question that I wanted to be asking at this point in the season. But here we are. I have to think that they can. If only because... Well, A, the Royals pitching staff is vulnerable. I mean, we saw the Blue Jays were down 7 nothing and still made a game out of it. Because uh, that sixth inning where they left Jacob Junis in for way too long um, really backfired on the Royals. Jake Newberry couldn't do a dang thing. Um, and, you know, the Royals did spend a bit of money trying to improve their rotation. But, um, you know, Mike Miner is average. Brady Singer still hasn't found himself at the major league level. And Danny Duffy's a garbage person. So it's not like the Royals pitching staff is unhittable in the same way that, you know, the prospect of facing Garrett Cole would kind of stop the Blue Jays in their tracks. They they won that, that series against the Yankees. I'm going to be talking about that a bit more in the next episode, just because, again, I took Wednesday off. Um... But at the very least, there is a plan in place for this next little stretch. Now, is it going to involve Tommy Malone more than I would like? Yes. Has it already involved Tanner Roark more than I would like? Yes, because Tanner Roark pitched tonight. And while his ERA went down because uh, Kevin Biggio had himself a very rough night still did not inspire a lot of confidence in Tanner Roark's ability to get things done. Because, well, let's face it, he did not truly get things done for the Blue Jays tonight because he came in and gave up that double to Hanser Alonso and then walked Nicky Lopez before finally setting, settling down and retiring the last eight batters he faced. Which, I mean, that was good. That's a good start. Eight batters in a row is good. I'll take that. Just, you know, space out the the hits you're going to give up and the walks you're going to give up. So maybe there is something to build on there for Tanner Roark. Maybe that is something he can take forward and, and try and use that to, to build himself back up to maybe not have an Anthony K take his spot. It's a thought. But that is what's going to remain to be seen with this team. And they're going to need to find the innings from somewhere. They're going to need to hope that David Phelps is alright. And he will be able to come back and pitch. They're going to need Ryan Barucki to be lights out. They're going to need Trent Thornton to deliver the same way he has the past couple outings. They're going to need everyone to pull these chains and we'll see if the remaining arms in the bullpen are able to do that. They had a lot of faith in Anthony Castro. They had a lot of faith in Joel Pamps getting those guys um, on on the team through waivers. So... We'll see if 
they are able to continue repaying that faith. So far, so good for both of them. Anthony Castro had a very nice outing against the Yankees, holding them to just one hit over two innings on 19 pitches. He, um, Castro's big problem in Detroit was not being able to find the strike zone. He found it against the Yankees. So I'm, again, very impressed with Anthony Castro. But you're going to have to keep doing it, boys. And you're going to have to keep doing it until the, the cavalry comes back. And and you can take a bit of a breath and, and hope that you've done enough to get through this rough patch. Because I'm pretty certain there are going to be more rough patches this season. With everyone trying to stretch back out to 162 games, it's going to be rough. We've seen that in the NBA Freaking stars going down left and right. LeBron James breaking an ankle. And Jamal Murray tearing an ACL. It's going to be a year of attrition. And I think the Blue Jays knew that, the way they prepared. But you can only prepare so much before catastrophe strikes. And right now, the Blue Jays are flirting with that line. And I'll actually talk about the latest instance of flirting with that line in a sec but um you know i would much rather gamble if i'm going to gamble i do it on betonline.ag the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action whether you want to bet on the big four nba nhl mlb i mean you can bet on nfl futures if that's what you want to do i think that'd be a little silly before the draft um you can also bet on the Oscars or reality TV. Anything you can imagine, Bet Online likely has you covered with all the new scores and odds you're going to need to make your best wager. It's free to sign up. You go over to the website, and if you enter the promo code Locked On when you make your first deposit, you get a 50% welcome bonus. So check out BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, this final segment is brought to you by Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Veteran analyst Scott Cullen brings two decades of fantasy baseball experience and data to offer the strategies and waiver wire pickups you need to win your league. So follow Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So, Kevin Biggio had a pretty terrible day. I feel, I feel very strongly for Kevin as someone who had a pretty bad day herself. Um, but my bad day wasn't exactly broadcast over national airwaves, so I think he might have a better case. Anyway... The two fielding errors were bad. No way around that. Having to leave the game with another injury is bad. Because, I mean, the Blue Jays built up the pitching depth. They didn't really build up the uh, the infielding depth yet. Because uh, Joe Panic went in at third base and then, you know... There is Santiago Espinal after that. And if Biggio is heading to the IL, that's who will come up is Santiago Espinal. But after that, I think it's Richard Urania. 
And that's not a situation we need to find ourselves back in, in, in any sane world. So what, uh, what do we do? What do we do if there's no cabin Bezio? Because, um, yeah, it's, it's still not great. Um, you know, he's, he's supposedly, you know, all right enough. I mean, the x-rays were negative on his hand. So hopefully that means he won't be missing a lot of time. But again, it's just, it's just, you can only take so many things before, you know, you, you just wonder what, what had to be done. Um, and you know, he did have a finger injury in spring training, so we don't know if that's what was aggravated. Um, with this, but again, the negative x-rays are, are giving me hope that it's just something that can be rested and will not preclude him from too long an absence because I I don't know, like, like I said, if the Blue Jays keep losing pitchers, it's fine. Like, there's, there's enough depth in the system that you can turn those out. Losing guys like Biggio will definitely hurt this team. Especially since I don't think they can... Like, even Biggio, I'm not sure if they can really afford to lose him on offense. And, you know, Joe Panic did acquit himself all right when he came in. You know, had that big double off uh, Jake Newbery to help key that big rally in the six. It's a rally that fell short, but still a rally. So maybe that is, maybe I'm just worrying about nothing and maybe the, the team will be all right. And maybe I should trust in the amount of depth that the Blue Jays have put together to try and carry this team through this rocky early patch. I mean, when, even after they lost tonight, they're six and seven. So it's not like... Things are getting completely out of hand yet. They're still in second in the AL East. Because literally everyone in the AL East lost today. Um, so yeah, they wouldn't get in the playoffs right now. But, like, it's not, it's not hopeless. And I doubt the Red Sox are going to be able to run away with things when they don't have the Orioles to beat up on. So... It's not a time for panic yet. It may be a time for panic at third base, but not a time for general panic. But again, it'll it'll be on Charlie Montoya and the squad to to keep things together and, you know, try and support Vladdy cuz oh my god, Vladdy can't keep doing this by himself. We'll we'll be talking about that in the next episode. That'll be episode 499. Um, episode 500 is two away. That's so, that's so crazy to me. Like, the thought of me, and like, and like, I, I know we've had some format changes, but still, if you average out about 20 minutes an episode, and I've been on for almost 500, that's still like, you know, a thousand minutes of me talking. 
No, 10,000 minutes. I can't even math. That's still insane to me that I've I've spoken for 10,000 minutes and, and y'all have been here to hear it. Um, but I appreciate it. And if you want to make sure you don't miss that episode or any other episodes, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, be it um, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app. Any option is fine as long as you, you know, click whatever you have to to make sure you don't miss an episode. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at LockedOnJays. I usually post the Twitter links on the episodes. Pfft. Episode links on the Twitter. Sorry, it's late. It's been a long day. Uh, And you can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb, but it lets me show off artwork of me. And I like that because I look very nice in it. So, all right. We will be back here for episode 499. We'll be talking about Bo Bichette's walk-off home run because I haven't had a chance to gush about that yet because everyone's been getting injured. But we'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about Vladdy, of course. And talking more about Rowdy Telez being, you know, heating up, I guess. On, on fire for him. He's got four hits now. He's, he's doing better than Danny Jansen. Oh my god, Danny Jansen. Anyway, that's content for another episode so until then for everyone at the locked on podcast network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com i mean jay andrews thank you all so much for listening to this episode and y'all take care